welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey y'all, it's your girl Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for everyone, everywhere. Why? Because those qualities are in us not only for ourselves, but to radiate the world with love and light. So, if we haven't already, with the most sincerest effort, let us all begin to show love, share love, and be love. Divine love, directed with wisdom and intelligence, emanating from the core of our being, our mighty I Am Presence. And since the love and light of our I Am Presence is the love and light that sustains us, it is, therefore, that same love and light, which is our divine energy, when radiated generously throughout the atmosphere, can uplift and save all humanity and all creation. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved. When my beloved students wish to hasten their liberation from certain events or outer activity, I can but say, I am the commanding presence, the exhaustless energy, the divine wisdom causing my desire to be fulfilled. This will bring the quickest release from any undesirable condition that the very law of your being will permit. Knowing this, you may further know, the presence that I am, I now remain, untouched by disturbing outer conditions. Serene, I fold my wings and abide the perfect action of the divine law and justice of my being, commanding all things within my circle to appear in perfect divine order. This is the greatest privilege of the student and should be the command at all times. One may, with a right understanding of this, easily rejoice in the experience which is enabling him to turn to and bask in the glorious, wondrous I am presence. Thus, beloved students, you should never grow weary of well-doing, nor meeting the experiences that sometimes seem to weigh heavily upon you, but rejoice that every step forward leads to that eternal goal which does not have to be repeated. This is what methinks the student often forgets to use, I am the strength, the courage, the power to move forward steadily through all experiences, whatever they may be, and remain joyous and uplifted, filled with peace and harmony at all times, by the glorious presence which I am. The power of precipitation, the student should understand and remember at all times, is within the I am presence. I am here, the life principle and intelligence in this body. I am everywhere, even unto the heart of God, the governing intelligence of the universe. Therefore, when I wish to precipitate anything whatsoever, I know, I am the power acting, I am the intelligence directing, I am the substance being acted upon, and I now bring it into visible form in my use. The contemplation of this phrase just expressed will enable the student to enter into this activity without strain or anxiety. As one by one you come into the ascended state, you will have many a hearty laugh over the seeming importance of these outer problems of the physical, or outer world, for they are all but the Maya, which means but constant change. Beloved Saint Germain Isis unveiled 
chapter 13. Professor Balfour Stewart, whom no one would think of classing among the liberal minds, who, with far more fairness and more frequently than any of his colleagues admits the failings of modern science, shows himself, nevertheless, as biased as other scientists on this question. Perpetual light being only another name for perpetual motion, he tells us, and the latter being impossible because we have no means of equilibrating the waste of combustible material, a hermetic light is, therefore, an impossibility. Noting the fact that a perpetual light was supposed to result from magical powers, and remarking further that such a light is certainly not of this earth, where light and all other forms of superior energy are essentially evanescent, this gentleman argues as though the hermetic philosophers had always claimed that the flame under discussion was an ordinary earthly flame, resulting from the combustion of luminiferous material. In this the philosophers have been constantly misunderstood and misrepresented. How many great minds, unbelievers from the start, after having studied the secret doctrine, have changed their opinions and found out how mistaken they were. And how contradictory it seems to find one moment Balfour Stewart quoting some philosophical morals of Bacon, whom he terms the gather of experimental science, and saying surely we ought to learn a lesson from these remarks, and be very cautious before we dismiss any branch of knowledge or train of thought as essentially unprofitable, and then dismissing the next moment, as utterly impossible, the claims of the alchemists. He shows Aristotle as entertaining the idea that light is not any body, or the emanation of any body, and that therefore light is an energy or act, and yet, although the ancients were the first to show, through Democritus, to John Dalton the doctrine of atoms, and through Pythagoras and even the oldest of the Chaldean oracles, that of ether is a universal agent, their ideas, says Stuart, were not prolific. He admits that they possess great genius and intellectual power, but adds that they were deficient in physical conceptions, and, in consequence, their ideas were not prolific. H. P. Blavatsky The whole of the present work is a protest against such a loose way of judging the ancients. To be thoroughly competent to criticize their ideas, and assure oneself whether their ideas were distinct and appropriate to the facts, one must have sifted these ideas to the very bottom. It is idle to repeat that which we have frequently said, and that which every scholar ought to know, namely, that the quintessence of their knowledge was in the hands of the priests, who never wrote them, and in those of the initiates who, like Plato did not dare write them. Therefore, those few speculations on the material and spiritual universes, which they did put in writing, could not enable posterity to judge them rightly, even had not the early Christian vandals, the later crusaders, and the fanatics of the Middle Ages destroyed three parts of that which remained of the Alexandrian library and its later schools. Professor Draper shows that the Cardinal Chemenis alone delivered to the flames in the squares of Granada, 80,000 Arabic manuscripts, many of them translations of classical authors. In the Vatican libraries, whole passages in the most rare and precious treatises of the ancients were found erased and blotted out, for the sake of interlining them with absurd psalmodies. Who then, of those who turn away from the secret doctrine as being unphilosophical and, therefore, unworthy of a scientific thought, has a right to say that he studied the ancients, that he is aware of all that they knew and knowing now far more, knows also that they knew little, if anything. This secret doctrine contains the alpha and the omega of universal science, therein lies the corner and the keystone of all the ancient and modern knowledge, and alone in this unphilosophical doctrine remains buried the absolute and the philosophy of the dark problems of life and death. H. P. Blavatsky
The I Am Discourses, Volume 14. So, blessed ones, I hope I have brought you courage this afternoon. I trust I have encouraged you, and if you will let me have your problems and your struggle, you will find my world a lovely place to live. You will find the great creative activities of the seven mighty Elohim of creation bringing their blessings into you and the world around you, and as builders of the incoming civilization, you will glorify your beloved I Am Presence and the mighty Saint Germain who has opened the door to help you through to freedom. This is what the Master Jesus meant when he said, I am the open door that no man can shut, because not all mankind put together can prevent you loving your I Am Presence in the silence, in your feelings, and using the conscious command of life to produce the perfection that is freedom for all. None can interfere with your free will to do that, and you have been endowed by the great law of embodiment from the great central sun, you have been endowed with the great creative powers of life, and they are yours to use as free as the air you breathe, but you must use them. You must become the sun presence of that eternal perfection that is master everywhere. Then, when manifestation of discord appears, if you have gained the momentum of this power in and around you, you can but speak the word, and no weapon prospers against you, be it mankind, the powers of nature, or forces of the elements. Fail not to use that statement, no weapon prospers against the Christ. The Christ is all that is constructive. And if you stand within that, you face and conquer everything unlike it, because it is the master presence, the master authority, the master intelligence, the master command of all the infinite universe. You surely are not without friends. You certainly are not without hope, and there's no such thing as failure for you if you choose to dwell in my world with me by this conscious command, and I trust you will. Applause. Thank you so much. In these few minutes I've been with you, I've given you many secrets of life, and if you will use them, they will teach you of themselves. And as they teach you, you will become that which is master of all. So go forward. Use them. Enjoy them. And why not take your stand from this hour, that from this hour by our sacred fire command to life, you are free from all problems, all struggles, all mistakes, all limitations. Why not leave them behind and come with me? Applause, thank you so much. Beloved Elohim Cyclopea. I have watched you a long time. I am the all-seeing eye of God. You ever live under the watchful eye of that mighty intelligence of the I Am Presence, and the great beings from the central sun, from whom nothing is hidden, who are the masters of all, the givers of all, and the saving of all. If you care to acknowledge and see and feel the sun presence of our great sacred fire power of light in and around yourselves, we will dwell with you and within you, and wherever you abide we will abide also. And where we are, no evil can ever come near you. That is the world I offer you in the midst of the chaos of outer shadows. And in this you will become the sun presence in which no shadows can exist, which no shadow can ever touch, and you will no longer feel anything but the purifying freedom of eternal light. May my love enfold you and be a garment about you. May the sacred fire presence of the seven mighty Elohim produce for you the manifestations of perfection indescribable, invincible, almighty for eternity, and let you go forward and hold the balance wherever you abide. And you, facing the light, become the light of the world, and that which you once feared will flee at your approach, and you will no longer doubt the instantaneous answers to your calls. So blessed ones, with all the love, all the good, 
all the power that is of perfection without limit, we flood to you this hour, and may each of you be a sun presence of its complete mastery over this world, and your purifying freedom lift your fellow men onto the pathway of light where each one sees the goal onto the ascension, and no longer can shadows across your pathway. I am the all-seeing eye of God to the earth, from whom nothing is hidden, and whom you must one day face, and when you come face to face with that which I am, you will find we are one. In the fullness of that enfolding sacred fire presence and consciousness and intelligence of life, I enfold you until the fullness of your eternal victory in the ascension. And may the peace of that love that passeth understanding go forth from you this hour, and still the turmoil of the world wherever you abide, heal all, give all, and protect all unto the fullness of the attainment of the final victory into the ascended master's octave. Thank you with all my heart. Beloved Elohim Cyclopea, 